Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The Explore the Tropics event is in full swing now at Whole Foods Market. It's a celebration of tropical fruits throughout the store, starting with great deals on fresh, juicy, seasonal produce. There's a new melty tropical heat pizza only at Whole Foods Market through March. And that famous mango yuzu chantilly cake is finally back in the bakery department. You'll also find tempting tropical marinated proteins in their meat and seafood departments. Explore the tropics today at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. This is Caroline. What is today? It's Turn Up Tuesday. We are bringing y'all some news. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. We talk, we're talking about a stalker who killed the podcaster. We're talking about Jared Bridgington, Brit, Bride Again. Okay. I keep calling him Bridgerton, like the show. Like the show. But it's Bride Again. Um... There is a little story about Gwyneth Paltrow that's been in the news. (laughs) And then, to cure your Murdaugh hangover, we're going to talk about Stephen Smith and what's going on with that. Yes, yes, yes. No Michael Irvin and his... Oh, we can go there. It's the (laughs) stupidest thing. Did you see the video? Yes. So, let's just start with that. Okay. Michael Irving was being... um, Sued by the Marriott or being it's Irvin, not Irving. That is okay. Irvin, actually, I've met him before. Third love of my life. Oh, and I need some respect on his name. Okay, Michael Irvin, (laughs) who was um Dallas, former Dallas Cowboy, he was really more of a star in college than in pro. Bull fucking shit. So allegedly, they should have retired his jersey, and nobody should be allowed to wear number 88 on the Cowboys again. I mean, see facts. 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 Okay, facts. Thank you. Okay, facts. So Marriott comes out and they're like, oh, we have a sexual assault case against Michael Irvin. Yes. Thank you. And then he's like, okay, well, sh-, and they're like, we have a video. And he's like, show me the video. And they wouldn't show him. And he's like, it's go- it's like spreading this, that he's the sexual assault case. Yes, he gets he- like, he has to get no cut from, he got cut from all of his shows that he does oh. like multiple shows that he's you know 
cancel culture really quick with no evidence. With no evidence. Finally, they get the video. Have you watched the video? I did. Yes, yes. Literally, I don't understand at what did point he this her is on the arm. Yes, I, he like he like tat, touched her elbow. Elbow. And then she leaves, and then he's talking to this these other people. But what I heard that what was the sexual assault was the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he allegedly said, have you ever had a big black guy inside of you? <laughs> Michael Irvin, please say that to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said that to me, me in 2011. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> and so... That was it. But why would the why is Mary I mean obviously this is some kind of money grab. But yes. what? Why are they even tr- how you can't prove that if somebody said like it's he said she said. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing there's like nothing there. Yeah. And so he's fighting it obviously and should and should sue for defamation. Yes, that's what he is doing. money that he lost. Or that he will lose if he's Yeah, because he's been cut for all of his shows. Oh. So that, I did look at that, and I was like, this is so weird. It's ridiculous. And she was a white girl? I guess. One she the, looked like, like it from the video. One of the, I guess one of the anchors was like, this is just classic. Like, it goes, takes you way back to, like, when a white woman could cry something. Like, Emmett Till, right, was killed because yeah. he supposedly whispered at a white woman at a time that that wasn't appropriate. And so... He was killed and decapitated, I believe. Yeah. I haven't watched the movie yet because I'm not ready for it, but it's horrible. <sighs> and they're doing like it's R. Kelly, like it's R. Kelly type stuff coming out. No. Listen, these white women, it's not even with white women. It's, it's, it's women. It's with women. Yeah, it's women. It is. Crying, me too. Women. Me too. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It's sad, and it's it's scary as a boy Listen, mom. Yeah, I was going to say, raise your boy kids to just be aware of all yeah. of these crazy women out there who will, I don't know, it's real bad. It's scary. Okay, well, thanks so for that. So there's that. Let's talk about a stalker who killed a podcaster and her husband. Yeah, do we know the podcast name? No. It was they just, she was just a... On a, it didn't, no, it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't say specifically the name. 38-year-old trucker, he's, he was a trucker from Texas. Oh, shit. Sweetie! <laughs> <laughs> Were they, do they have zip ties? Wait a second. Do Is they have this Sweepy? <laughs> Sweepy murdering podcasters? <gasps> I cannot. It it's, is. He probably had them in your basement, in the, in the secret house. Uh-huh. Hidden. Did they have zip ties tied? Probably. Oh, goodness. Oh my gosh! I knew it. I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> this guy's name is Ra- I'm gonna, is Raymond Kodak. Blah 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 blah. Like okay. the last name is Kodak because it's so long I couldn't even say it. <laughs> Stalked this 33 year old podcaster there from Washington, Zohiri Sagetti. <laughs> For 18 months, he stalked her outside of her house, sent her flowers, text messages. And then he broke into her home and shot her and his and her husband, and then he shot himself. The mother, so he came in through a window at 2 a.m., shot, shot them. The mom of, in the was in the house, mm-hmm. so she escaped, and she goes to the neighbors, calls 911. 
um, Kodak said that he first found her through a podcast because he was it was a podcast about finding work in the tech industry. Okay. And he became obsessed with her. She had filed a restraining order against him. Police knew that this was going on. They knew that she was uh, ongoing, being like stalked from the sky. Um, he had. Uh, they, I guess they like. Once they were, once he listened to the podcast, he contacted her, and they were kind of like friendly. But it was she just was probably being nice to the guy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a listener. That's great. Well, he would repeatedly contact her on the phone, called her more than like a hundred times in a day. And Damn. he eventually went to in-person stalking. He would wait outside of her house. And she's not Neighbors even talking even, about anything. And, and this guy, it's not like he's like in this little black, black little Honda. He's in this like bright red truck. Like oh. it really stood out like a sort like. Oh, so, so these the, trucks black, so it wouldn't. Suit yeah, me. so it would. Okay, good. <laughs> so the podcaster filed a no contact order against him, was granted a temporary protection order, but they it don't didn't do nothing. Th- that yeah. doesn't do anything. Nothing. It just basically is paper. So even though she had told the police multiple times he showed up uninvited, they just couldn't do anything. Um, he even like had. Like, he offered to have, like, a musical band come. He's like, I'm going to have a musical band come outside of your house and play for you. Like, all this, like, beyond. He contacted the husband that. over and over. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, okay, bring that band. Bring the band. Bring, bring the a band. mariachi. Let me record it. Let's do it. He, like, rented. He stayed in, like, hotels by the house. I mean, he was just did the most. And so then he just decided he needed to kill her and her husband and then himself. Uh-uh. Yep. Um, press conference said that it was believed that uh, they were trying to figure out where he was, I guess, before he actually did the killing because they were trying to, because they had the, she had filed the restraining order. They were trying to figure out where he was. They couldn't because he's a trucker, truck driver, so he's kind of all over the place. Mm. And so they're like, it's it's really shitty that this, this piece of paper, this restraining order doesn't really protect anyone. Um, and so this was like the absolute worst outcome, which obviously. And this just was about, there was some other, there's this lady from Connecticut I just read today that she had filed a restraining order against her ex-boyfriend and it was sent to the judge, but the judge sent it back to the officers because they needed some information to be filed and completed and it took that officer way too long to complete fi- filling out the order. And within like three days, her ex had went to her house and murdered her with an axe. Oh, God. And her three-year-old watched the whole thing. No. And she had another son who was in the house while it happened. But he didn't hurt them. No. And now a word from our sponsors. We scavenged. We stalked. We did things. We're really ashamed of. Yellow Jackets, Showtime's Emmy-nominated phenomenon returns. There was some darkness with us. I thought when we were rescued that we left it there, but they brought it back with us. We hear the wilderness and it hears us. We hear the wilderness and it hears us. I thought you'd be more excited to see me. 
Yellow Jackets, new episodes streaming now, only on Showtime, and now stream Showtime on Paramount+. Plus. The Explore the Tropics event is in full swing now at Whole Foods Market. It's a celebration of tropical fruits throughout the store, starting with great deals on fresh, juicy, seasonal produce. There's a new melty tropical heat pizza only at Whole Foods Market through March. And that famous mango yuzu chantilly cake is finally back in the bakery department. You'll also find tempting tropical marinated proteins in their meat and seafood departments. Explore the tropics today at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For (laughs) sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hi and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. But it kind of came back on, this is like people who will, if they're in fear, they're filing these restraining orders. They're saying they're in fear for their life. This person said he's going to kill me. It was just like the, um, our Australian case with the, yeah, what's her name? I forgot her name. Yeah. But it's just all, all these instances where, what do you do? Mm -mm. Like, what's a restraining order do? You, I mean, so then you just get killed. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of killing, Jared Bridget, Bride Again. Bride Again. Do you know this case? No. It's a year, it's, it's happened a year ago. Okay. So he was married to this girl and they got divorced in 2015. They had two kids together. They had twins. They were both fighting for custody. I believe he ended up getting custody, but she still was like, Above and beyond, like, fighting, constantly filing court cases and just, I don't know, begging for some kind of 
custody. I, I, I don't know why he got full custody. Typically, the mom well, does. Yeah. So I think they eventually agreed on some kind of a split custody. But then it was like every Wednesday, whoever had the kids, that other person would be able to go over to the house and have like a date night with them. Okay. So it's 2015. They get divorced. He gets remarried to another lady in 2017. Okay. And they have two kids. So he has two kids with first wife, first two kids with second slash current wife. He goes um, for a visit, on a date night visit, to go visit his twins, right, at the first, first wife house. Wife. Along with him is his two-year-old in the car with him. So they go visit. They're leaving. As they're leaving, going home, he is drives up on a tire in the middle of the road. So he's like, well, this is obstructing my drive. So he gets out to move the tire. Mm. He gets gunned down. By first wife? No. Oh. no, Unknown. Okay. Gunned down, and he's shot dead in the middle of the road. Baby's still in the car. It goes, they have, like, video. They have, like, suspicions, but nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. It's like... A year down the road. So this happened in February 2022. Okay. Just this January, they made an arrest. Who did they arrest? My heart. Hard to do it. Uh, T-Non. What's his name? Henry Tenon, 62 years old. He's charged with conspiracy to commit murder, second-degree murder with a weapon, and accessory after the fact, uh, after the act of a capital felony, and child abuse. Because mm-hmm. the kid is in the car. Yeah. So then the cops are like, we think that there is um, um, a this connection. was a ambush targeted murder. Yes. That's so they make the first arrest. Well, then just last week, they make a second arrest. Wife. But which wife? Fernandez Saldina. Fernandez Saldina. What's his first name? Mario Fernandez Saldina. Okay. He it is currently married to the first wife. Okay. He is paying for the home where the first arrested guy was living. Okay. Tinon. Tinon. So the you killer. have Yes. So then he, so then Fernandez Saldonada, whatever, he gets arrested. And um, it's, it's, yeah, they're saying that this is planned, like they've had this planned out, this whole thing. So you can only imagine that the ex wife or the first wife is like, I have no idea, nothing, I have no idea. Of course. I have no idea. Yeah, your husband is the one who is paying you for will the be murder. the one to benefit from this because you get the kid now. Mm hmm. So there's all this, this needs to be, I need to do a whole like story on this. Cause this is just kind of like hitting the main points. Um, but it's, it's, it's ongoing and it's, uh, they're, they, they're calling it a highly acrimonious divorce and a contentious mm. relationship with the Jared and the first wife. That is motive. Very much so. So now this Mario Fernandez Sald. Saldana is, he could face the death penalty. This was, he was uh, arrested in Orlando, sent to Jacksonville, and mm, 
charged with first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, solicitation to commit a capital felony, and child abuse. Shit. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to turn on her. Well, that's what the first guy did. The first arrested guy is who turned, yeah. So he, so. So he better talk. Yeah, so he's talking. He's talking. So this is going to be interesting. And the the current, the second wife, she's, Mm -hmm. She she does she's nice and you can tell the first wife is like oh mm. so and there has to be something it is very hard to take a kid from their mom like it's very rare that a mom mm-hmm. loses because you got to be dangerous you can even be a drug addict and you'll still get something yeah I mean you just never know because listen what kind of the worst he had. the worst uh, court of all is family court mm. it's worse than every everything everything it's it is the you would mm-mm. because that's just what I, I mean it's just horrible horrible it's worse than like a murder case having to deal with anything in family court so sad and this leads us to our hangover cure stephen smith murder <clears throat> so if you don't know oh th- i need to play this clip for y'all so, turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Here we go. Somebody was there. It was more than one person that done this. And somebody knows. And they set him up on that road to make it look like a hit and run. What do you think happened to him? I think he was beaten to death. As far as that day... Stephen was doing. You know, he was coming home from work. No, he was in school. He had morning classes that day. And then he came home, took a shower, and, you know, left. Nobody knows where he went because he was kind of private. Yeah, so we didn't know where he went. He had a cell phone in his pocket. It wouldn't be the first time he had to call for somebody, you know. And, um, but... The car was locked. He had his phone and his key in his pocket. But then he left his wallet. So if you're going to go get gas, why would you leave your wallet in the car? And he wouldn't walk. No, he would have walked through the woods. He would not have been in that road. And why did they reopen the investigation? It was something they found while they were investigating Paul and Maggie's death, was all I was told. But what it is, I do not know. At first, I thought maybe it was something on his phone, Paul's phone. And then rumor was going out, they found something on his computer, and then they found um, a baseball bat. And But I have no clue what it is, but I know I'm gonna know soon. Well, it was ruled by the pathologist that it was a vehicle versus pedestrian. But there was no damage anywhere. He had a disco- dislocated right shoulder and then all his eye socket was broke, the whole back of his head was crushed, and he had some defense wounds on him. His shoes were still on. It first came up when um, Stephen's body was still at autopsy, and some, some of his friends came over, him and Stephanie's friends, and they said, you know, it was in Murdoch boys that did this. And then I was like, and Stephanie come up to me crying, and I said, well, Steph, you know, you can't believe everything you hear. People's going to talk, you know, so. And then it was like, you know, we never thought that. 
but then it just kept coming over and over and over again. Wow. Yeah. So, slut, that was Stephen Smith's mom that was talking, if you didn't know. And you know the dad died, and they said they really think he died of a broken, broken heart. heart. Yeah, I think I do remember hearing that. So Sled has reopened this investigation to his death because what they originally did was like, oh, it was a hit and run. And they were basically saying that he was hit by the side the side mirror of a car. No. But like his clothes were fully on. Like if you're hit by a car, like you shoes. would think you would at least have like rips in your clothes or your something in shoes. Everything was, it just was all these oddities. Oddities. So she raised enough money to have his body exhumed. So now they're going to exhume his body. And what, they, what they're what they hoping to find in the exhumation is that if he was injured by the side view mirror, he would have, it would have to have been by an SUV or a truck. Um, you would see fractures in the skull that would be consistent with being struck in the head with the hard object. But I don't see if you're hit in the back of the head, why is your eye socket out? out? Or if you're hit in the front of the head why is your back, back of your head, head busted up unless i mean i guess you fall you get hit and then you fall back actually that's probably how it happens so you would see fractures that would be consistent with that and then the um the area that he was found wasn't a highway it so the it wasn't like a high speed uh traffic it or it, it was like a country road yeah yeah and it was in the middle of middle it was odd that he was in the middle of the road and that another car didn't run him over or it's just a bunch of inconsistencies and then there's they showed the map of so his car was found in one spot about a couple of miles away was where his body was and then a couple miles further was where his house was so they were like why would he just start walking like if your car runs out of gas you have a phone yeah you call somebody Mm -hmm. well the rumor is that he called buster Buster Murdahl, which is Alex's son, mm-hmm. Paul's brother. The rumor is that he, like, why would he call Buster? Well, because they had this, like, s- like if you, you call somebody who you're close to to come help you out or pick you up. So they said that they were, they had this secret relationship. Phone records could prove that. Well, I wonder why they have it. Because his, the Murdahl family rushed to the scene and like we're like no we're like trying to cover it all up uh-huh. and they were they i don't know if they paid the cop or what they did they just tried to just but it as the, the mom rock. and the sister they can look up the phone records like it's so easy to go on to AT&T and look at the phone record yeah so then if he did call him then he it what they it's the evidence. police never interviewed buster about this at all so this is most likely where the Murdoch's had all this power. This is 2015. Mm-hmm. But then, and so nobody wanted to even mention their names in the media. Mm-hmm. And and Mandy Matney out there, who she is just, she has the Murdoch Murders podcast. And that's who first, like, uncovered all yeah. of this stuff. And she was the first one to start talking about everything. I remember listening to it years ago when it first was coming out. And she was, like, scared for even doing it. And she but, from there? Yeah, okay. and she, like, busted up this whole good old boys club, and that's kind of where, like... Wow. I, but it's it's once... It's after the boat crash, and then whenever the... Maggie and Paul were shot, that everything kind of started coming out with all this stuff. 
which we know. But there was also, so Buster's name was mentioned several times uh, on these like highway patrol tapes. He was never interviewed by authorities. There was a docuseries on Netflix. I don't know if this was the recent one or there was one before, but uh, one of Stephen Smith's friends named Olivia says that I believe he picked up Stephen, um, that Buster picked up Stephen, that he was fooling Stephen into thinking they were he was taking him home, and then they got a little ways down the road, and things all started to unravel. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I believe the Murdaws did whatever the hell it took to keep everyone's mouth shut that night. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And another thing is that Randy Murdaugh, one of Alex's brothers, uh-huh. this is the one who works at that law firm that he works at or worked right. at. He was, he, I guess, was one of the first ones to come to the scene. And he calls Sandy Smith and says he wanted to take the case free of charge. Mm, I remember that. And she's like, that was really odd. And she didn't even know there was a case to be taken. And she was like, what? Why are you offering? Like, yeah. Like, it was very strange. So that's where we stand with that I'm trying to remember on one of the documentaries that I saw and they were talking to her his sister and oh, there was sister. something it was like they had separate roles because there was something wrong with his car so he called his sister over and she looked under the hood and she was like looks like somebody disconnected your because his car had stopped previously looks like somebody de- disconnected your something so that your car would stop, you know, down the road or something. So, and then, so she was alluding to, did the car really run out of gas? Right. Did it never run out of gas? Did somebody do something to his And if car? you start walking to go get gas, you would you need your wallet. wallet. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, he was, he was, if he was walking, he would be walking in the woods. And apparently he had been like, so Stephen was openly gay. Mm-hmm. He was openly gay guy. I mean, he he has great bone structure. He's like a he, he looks like a girl. He does look like a girl, and he was always aware of 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 his of his surroundings because he was openly gay in this area mm-hmm. that you could have like a hate crime, you know, mm-hmm. hate crimes. Mm-hmm. So that's what the mom said in the interview. She was just like he was. He was always aware. This like he wouldn't just. This just wouldn't, it wasn't just, a hit, like, it's just too, too odd. He was always, he was aware. He was staying aware. So she thinks it's suspicious. We think it's suspicious. I would love to see if this, um, if they, if this comes down on Buster, I mean, this family. And now at this point, they're like, everything. They're letting everything out. They're going to let everything out. Everything. You know, for well, five seconds, I was like, you know, Buster literally just lost his whole family, right? Like his mom, gone, brother, gone, dad in jail for f- forever. And so, like, he has, that's your that's your immediate yeah. family. So yeah. I felt sorry for five seconds, but then you can't for long because it's like what? he's probably responsible for this. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Wow. So there you have it. Oh, then there's one last thing. Gwyneth Paltrow, she like was uh, skiing in, I don't know even when it was. She was skiing. She ran into this guy while she's skiing. She had a ski instructor with her. 
and she crashes into the guy. The guy gets like a concussion and breaks like several ribs. And then it, she's, I guess he just now came out and was like trying to sue her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you ran into me. <laughs> it's like, no, bitch, you ran into me. Clearly. So there's apparently this is about to go to trial. I, I didn't even know anything about this. So. And so what was her this interview about? So she did this. Inter- so she does goop, whatever goop is. I guess that's her. I don't even know what the hell goop is, but it's her show. Her new. Oh, it's not some like a show supplement? or no, I don't know. It's probably a, a supplement, supplement. supplemental show. <laughs> Look it up. So she does this goop thing. Well, the rumors at people are thinking she came up with this interview talking about how she eats like she doesn't do anything until noon and she has coffee and then she doesn't eat anything. And when she does, she eats like a piece of grass or something. I don't know. It's so stupid. And she looks real old and, and she does this like dry brush, whatever the hell. I don't know. She like exfoliates her skin when it's dry. Like, and she just looks really old and she probably does need to eat more food and she's never eaten cheese. And so that's, there's obviously some mental issues going on with her. Cause she doesn't eat cheese. She said she's never eaten like, Cheese Whiz or something. I don't know. But didn't everybody used to eat Cheese Whiz on like a Ritz cracker? I yeah. Mean, facts. So apparently she came up with this new interview talking about her goop thing. And then they were like, oh, it's just to distract from her skiing case. And I that's that's what this interview, that's why this interview came out from what I read. But she was, yeah, let's see. Paltrow got up, skied away, leaving this dude lying in the snow, seriously injured. In 2019, that's when the complaint was filed. Uh, mm, yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah, so if that comes up, y'all, there's so many... There's so many cases that are about to come to trial, but then they keep getting delayed. Goop is skincare. It's a different kind of supplement. So I think one of them may be like a cleanser too, like a. I don't want to use anything called goop. I'm sorry. I don't want your goop. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a STD or something. I don't know. Like you got the grout, gout, gouts, <laughs> goop. You got the goop. Mm. Nope. 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 Well, well, well. All good stuff, and I've been missing the murders so hopefully this is going to be something big and ongoing so we can oh yeah there the the next trial i think is supposed to be this letitia staunch she killed her stepson oh allegedly allegedly well we'll talk about that next time okay all right y'all we hope you enjoyed the news we will see you thursday for a brand new full episode if you haven't done so yet go rate us review us and subscribe to us follow us on all the platforms do it do it now all right that's it don't forget to stay aware stay alive and always be dtf bye bye This has been a Rogue Media Network production.